Good morning, good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Alba Pindaris. May not be morning where you are, but it's morning where I am. So it's good to be back with you at this time. We've been bringing you a study on the Holy Spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit and all of those things and looking now at the Holy Spirit indwelling the believer. Oh, my friend, I hope you'll stay tuned and listen. I would like to hear from some of you. Old Trailblazer's been out of the office for a while, Got had a little accident and been in the hospital and off and on for a couple of months. But I'm back now, and uh, about, I'm not full blessed yet, but I'm about 90%, I believe. Been back behind the pulpit a few times, so let me hear from you. I'm always happy to hear from you. And call me here at area code 225-664-8658. My old friend over there in Carolina's Mark. Call me one day, Mark. Call me here at the office if you want to. But we're picking up our study where we left off last week. Today is Monday. And the Holy Spirit, that's what we're studying. The Holy Spirit indwells every born-again believer. That's a dogmatic statement, isn't it? Folks say we're too dogmatic here at Radio Missions Radio. Well, let me do this. Let me give you our website because we just reworked it. Radiomissions.org. It's the same number, same call letter, but we just put some new material there. So go there and look us up, if you will, and see all the information we have there on the website. The Holy Spirit indwells every born-again believer, not only to make Christ real to him and cause the believer to be taken up with Christ and him alone, but... The Holy Spirit also indwells every born-again believer to inspire and to lead that one to prayer. This is clearly brought out in Romans 8:26. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. What, what a gracious truth, my friend. Go there and read that uh, Romans 8, 26, 27. And, find, and re you reread that when you have time to listen to it. <clears throat> Let's go back now. We notice... In those scriptures that we just read, the indwelling Holy Spirit helpeth our infirmities. Oh, the believer is so ignorant, huh? The believer is so ignorant as to what to pray for. No, we don't know what to pray for. And the Holy Spirit leads us into prayer according to the will of the Lord. If we will confess our weaknesses and our lack of strength and recognize the indwelling Holy Spirit, rely upon him and ask him to take charge of our hearts and lives he will do so and lead us according to the will of god oh my friend we need to be led don't we the holy spirit will never lead you astray now oh and listen the scriptures tell us to resist the devil and he'll flee from you but not the holy spirit my friend we don't want to resist the holy spirit and we want him to take charge of our hearts and lives and to lead us. It is the business of the Holy Spirit to lead the believer into the path of the will of God. Every born-again believer can know when he's walking in the will of God, and he can know when he's praying in the will of God. So much prayer today is just soul forth. 
put forth to get what, what it one wants, what folks want. Real praying is the Holy Spirit leading the believer in the path of God's will and God's way, interceding for the saints of God. Then we see it is the work of the Holy Spirit in the believer to give him a consciousness, a conscious accent, access, a conscious access to God. In Ephesians 2.18, we find these words, For through him, through Christ, we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. It is the indwelling Spirit who giveth us this conscious uh, access. Oh, listen, my friend. Access to the Father. And it's only when we are in the uh, consciousness, conscious presence of the Father that, that praying becomes real. Meditating is joyous and intercession victorious. It is a gracious and glorious abide in the conscious presence of God. The Father makes real the indwelling spirit. Let's go on now. We're studying and reading about the Holy Spirit work in a believer. And let's go ahead. It is the indwelling Holy Spirit who makes real the believer's sonship. Do you get that, my friend? It is the individual Holy Spirit, indwelling Holy Spirit, who makes real the believer's sonship. Did you know we are sons of God? We are. In Galatians 4, 6, we read, And because ye are sons of God, because ye are sons of God, hath sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart, crying, Abba, Father. Let's go back and read that again. Galatians 4, 6. I was kind of stumbled there a little bit. In Galatians 4, 6, we read, And because ye are sons of God, has sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your heart, crying, Abba, Father. Now, in Romans 8, 15 and 16, we read, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. You know what that word, Abba, 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 Father? Oh, Daddy, Daddy. The, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. If children, then heirs with God and joint heirs with Christ. You ever think, you ever figured that out, my friend? Joint heirs with Christ. That means whatever he has, we own part of it or all of it with him. We, we use it. It's his, he gives us use of the things of God, my friend. But listen, listen. Let's go back now and listen. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children, the sons of God. If children, then heirs with God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together, a most gracious act of God, when he saves a sinner, no matter how vile, he adopts him into his family, the family of God, puts his spirit within, 
to make him make real make real the sonship are you is it real to you that you are a son of god if you know the lord a son joint heir with christ my friend don't don't be ashamed that you're a son of god oh that's the greatest privilege in the world to be a son of god now let's go back <clears throat> let's go back being his child he is my father and as my father he cares for me leads me supplies me my need all my all my needs my friend his indwelling spirit constantly shows me i am his child his adopted son heir with christ yes a joint heir more literally a co-heir oh more, that's right a co-heir my friend that means part of it is ours beloved now we are the sons of god now right now not later not gonna be right now we are the sons of god made so by adoption realized by the indwelling holy spirit there you go my folks the presence of the holy spirit leads us and guides us day in and day out the holy spirit indwells a believer to comfort him according to acts 9 31 the holy spirit relationship to the world is to convict of sin of righteousness and of judgment the holy spirit's relation to the believer is to con comfort him and lead him into the paths of righteousness beside the still waters, green pastures, and shedding the love of God unto him. Do you know, my friend, listen, let me ask you this question. Do you know the love of God through the Holy Spirit? In all the Spirit's work as, as comforter, he does it through the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything, everything is, become, is because of him who died for you and me who rose from the grave and who is now at the right hand of the Father. Oh, listen, listen. Right hand of God, exalted above every name, my friend. That's right, but exalted above every name. Now, let's go back. Let's go back. We're going to pick up a little different study at this time. I thought maybe I could go a little further, but that'd be all right. But let me ask you something. Did, did I tell you our new website? There's not a new one, but it's we reworked it and sent out, got much more material there, radiomission.org. And we pick up our study now, and we're looking here this morning at the sealing of the Holy Spirit. Oh, my friend, I, I, I wish you'd listen. Maybe get these messages on CDs and, uh, or on thumb drive. And, and it, you study, study to see what the Holy Spirit means to believer. I think we just wait, wait maybe, and start on this tomorrow. But I, I will, I'll, I'll go ahead and begin because I have a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes left on this particular uh, message. Up to date, we have brought you a message on the personality of the Holy Spirit. You remember that a few days ago, showing you that according to God's Word. He is the third person of the triune God. Then, kind of a little review, then we spoke to you on Holy Spirit conviction. The Word of God plainly says that it is the work of God. It is the work of the Holy Spirit to convict 
the world of sin, of righteousness, and then of judgment. You'd be surprised, maybe. I have folks call me, write me, and they say, Mr. Trailblazer, old Trailblazer, what do you mean by Holy Spirit conviction? Well, we've been trying to show you that through this study here, that the Holy Spirit, the third person of the triune God, there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Co-equal, my friend. Did you ever think the Holy Spirit is not some cliche for you to seek the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues and all of those? That has nothing to do with the blessed Holy Spirit, my friend. He is the third person of the triune God. You don't have to seek him when the Lord saves you or saves me. The Holy Spirit comes in there to dwell, to take up his abode with the believer. And my friend, what grace, what grace. But we're going to close out for this time. Remember... <laughs> this is the old Trailblazer broadcast, Pastor Albert Pendarvis. Remember, the old Trailblazer here, Pastor Albert Pendarvis, get on up there in the age. I'm 93 years old now. Many of you folks have been listening to me for years, but you didn't know I was that old. Someone said I live till the Lord come. Well, maybe I will. If you do, won't that be a blessing? But remember, we're here each day, Monday through Friday, at the same time. And uh, our calling let, call letters is radiomissions.org, the old Trailblazer. And then our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana. We're in a little old town here in Walker, not far out of Baton Rouge, where old Trailblazer was born and raised on a strawberry patch. Oh, I could tell you a lot of things about a strawberry patch if you'd like me to. I hope some of you will come by here and drink some coffee with me, eat a piece of pie, and uh, tell me what the Lord means to you. I love to hear what the Lord has done for you, my friend. Will you write me? Sit down and write me a note. Don't want it to be a long letter. But if you would, pray for me. Help me with the broadcast if you can. Goodbye and God bless you. The Old Trailblazer broadcast is evaluating response from our area. If you want Pastor Pendarvis to remain on the air, email or call the ministry today. Email pastor at radiomissions.org. That's pastor at radiomissions.org. Or call 225-664-8658. 225-664-8658. Let the old Trailblazer broadcast know you want the program to continue airing on this station.